When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Like this is semi-appropriate for tonight's podcast. Closing time. Yeah. Open all the doors and let you sounds like Keith into the world. Like semi-sonic. Yeah. Sounds Closing like Keith Murphy. That is a random connection. I don't. I don't hear it at all. I spent a lot of time with Murph in Chicago. You know, it's a big game of Murph is there. <laughs> Closing <laughs> exactly. Time. One last call for alcohol. So yeah, that's it. That's all she wrote. Season's uh, over. God, this is like a really long intro to this song. Can we just get the get to the hook already? Please, semi-sonic. Yeah. I feel like I'm a sim. Said you feel like you're at Simpson? Sips. Oh. Sips? They didn't play that at Sips. When the, when the lights came on, absolutely they did. <laughs> oh, okay. Absolutely. I thought you meant like on the dance. No, no. It's two like, in the morning, man, and and, yeah. and the lights come on. It's kind of a cliche song for the bars to play. But everyone yeah. did it. Yeah. It still does, I'm oh, sure. I'm like, sure. I haven't stayed till 2 a.m. at a bar in a long, long time. At a, at a country bar, they play George Strait, This Is Where the Cowboy Rides Away. There you go. That song says, "I know, I know who I want to take me home." That never really worked for me. <laughs> just, <laughs> me I, either. I, I, I was with to, you. Yeah, we were. Going. We were going home together. <laughs> I mean, we oh, we see we very rarely were we at Sips. We were actually at yeah, we did Welchap Station. Where Sips, they, sometimes they stayed past two the people the at Sips were way too cool they for were, us. It was Blythe we, and Meyer. Yeah, we didn't yeah. fit in with those guys. Yeah. That's where, like, yeah, Meyer and Blythe right, and right. Christofferson, yeah, all those, those guys, guys go. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we got we got a lot to get to today. Um, start with um, thanking our friends from Mechdyne uh, and the Mechdyne Corporation for uh, supporting us in what we do here at Cyclone Fanatic across the board. Mechdyne does a ton of t- technology work with Iowa State, and they also work with colleges and universities across the around the world, really. Mechdyne designs and delivers high-tech classrooms, innovation centers, complete campus security systems, campus-wide fiber networks, and more. You can check out Mechdyne, see what they can do for any school or business, big or small. You don't have to be a giant university to use our friends at mechdyne.com. Check them out at mechdyne.com. Today, our presenting Sponsor. So amongst your travels, we hit the two-year anniversary of the once-named Quarantine Podcast. Uh, You're right. And now, so we're legit two years in. And, and then Mechdyne hopped on board because I remember when the transaction went down. I was, you know, transacted in your basement here. Yeah. On, in we, July, were in a, we were in a pod. In July of uh, 2020. So they've been on board for almost two years of that. So thanks to Chris and the great team at Mechdyne. No doubt about that. And they're really good people to yes. check them out if you're looking for a new job. All right, Bloom. Um, we came home a little early from Chicago, but all in all, uh, no doubt a phenomenal season by men's basketball. Women's season ends on Friday as well. Really kind of a melancholy evening mm-hmm. I was watching the women's game from press row in Chicago, and like uh, it was kind of funny, like probably watching me react to a game that wasn't the one in front of me. Uh, just kind of a bummer of a night, um, and we're going to get to both. Here's how I want to break down the show. Talk about the men's season, talk about the women's season, look ahead to the Final Four, and then we'll look at expectations for next year for both teams. But the men's year, they just they just kind of ran out of gas is what it looked like to me. Miami was that hot team. Um, they hit some uncharacteristic shots. They had a really good game plan. I mean, some of those back doors that they 
had found in, in Iowa State's defense early in the game, got them some easy looks, and their guys hit the shots. And like this this was a deal. Like I don't think Iowa State was like terrible defensively or anything, but they Iowa State missed a lot of bunnies, Um, and a lot of those shots like Wisconsin missed. Miami knocked them down, and and credit to them, they were the better basketball team. I'd love to see a best of seven series between those two squads, but hard to be disappointed with anything from basketball this year. There's no question. I mean that that game we saw a lot this year. When Iowa State lost, it was generally because it didn't shoot very well and turned the ball over too much, and that's exactly what happened on Friday. I mean, it, that was a lot like what happened. You know, it wasn't I mean, Tech Tech blew Iowa State out, but it was a similar deal where you know you go four of twenty two from three and have eighteen turnovers. There's no chance. There's no chance Iowa State's winning that game. And then you couple that with the fact that Miami shot it better than it normally does. Um, the big fella hit a couple early that I think were big. And then Moore was able to get enough in the paint to set up other things, and McGusty was great. So there was one stretch of those C-dubs, 36-35, right, at the 18-minute mark or 17-minute mark of the second half. And Iowa State has one of those unfortunate spurts where they go four minutes without a point, and 36-35 turns into 45-36 or whatever it was pretty quickly. And at that point, it was really hard. Obviously, it's never been a team that's going to come back, except for against Baylor, the, you know, that one game in the second half. But just didn't have enough ammunition to to get past Miami. And it's a, it's a story we saw a lot as far as game to game. And, uh, you know, I think eventually Iowa State was going to run into that. And it just happened to be against a Miami team that, honestly, I agree with you. You play it 10 times, it may be 50-50. Yeah. But on this night, you can't go 4 of 22 and turn the ball over 18 times. No doubt. Just can't do it. Yeah, it, it, and the, there was some glaring stuff, too, down the stretch where it's just like Brockington just hasn't played well for the last, like, five games. Yeah, he needed to be better. Right. He it, was 4 of 11, which isn't awful. No, he, he be, just – He needed to be better. And then um, Tyrese missing those shots around the rim. Like, yep. I mean, he, that's just this type of stuff when you get to the Sweet 16, right? And then – Jones was really out of place. I thought. I mean, he he tries really hard. Tries hard. Yep. Uh, they just they ran out of bullets in the chamber. I, I don't I don't think that there's really a lot more to it. I, I've used the analogy that the season's like an orange, and they've sque- they squeezed every bit of juice out of that orange that they can. And then they found another orange in the NCAA tournament. Like I, I there actually they found they found three separate oranges this year. C Dub, if you think about it, which is a credit to the staff and the players is. You know, they, they start the non-conference. You know, they go to that Baylor game in Hilton, 12-0. and 0, And then you lose, what, six of your first eight in conference, and you're, you're up against it. And you go on that winning streak again, and then you lose a little bit in the Big 12 tournament against Oklahoma State and then in, against Texas Tech. But you find it again. So credit to this team. Kudos to this team for always battling back. Because they found a way three separate times up against adversity to turn it around and continue the season and but yeah i mean this was this was inevitable i don't think anybody who saw this team said they can string together six straight games offensively to to potentially make a final four or win a national championship and you know miami was uh, good enough on friday to to end the season but certainly doesn't detract and i absolutely agree with with you said it stansbury as well this doesn't feel like the end of the end it feels like the end of the beginning meaning there's a lot more to come from this team. It does not feel like the last time Iowa State was in the Sweet 16 and George Niang was a senior and Abdul Nader was a senior and all those guys were moving on that, you know, that was it. It, it feels like this is the start of something. Now, obviously, it's not making the Sweet 16 every single year from now and beyond. Okay, it's not Kansas. It's not going to do that. I don't want to set that expectation. However, there are pieces now for next year and the next couple that I think – Getting back to the tournament should be absolutely 100% the expectation moving forward. And I think they have now the culture in place, the identity in place to do that. And if you can pick up your offense, you don't have a game like that where your basement's not 4 for 22, it's 7 for 22. You might be in that game, right? So that's that's what it's going to take for Iowa State to take the next step forward. No doubt. And it's also, I think about where the program was a year ago at this time and what the recruiting looked like. And it was just kind of like TJ's very cerebral with this stuff, but you're also, when you're coming off that bad and like, you don't have any players, you're kind of throwing darts too. You've got to fill out a roster and it just feels different now. Yeah. Uh, there's going to be a selective. There'll be a lot of turnover and there's going to be a lot of new, new faces, but 
you, it seems to me like your base level is just a lot higher now. I, I totally agree. And I, I tweeted after the win against Wisconsin, and I wanted to bring it up here, of the actual chronology of, of what happened for Iowa State last year and when they, they found all these guys. Um, Jazz Koontz was the first one to get signed. Let's see if I can pull this up here. Uh, so TJ was hired March 18th. Jazz committed March 24th. So it was pretty soon after. Robert Jones was next on April 1st. You remember the the reaction at that point? Like, what are we doing? We yeah. just signed a, a backup from Washington State and a guy who went to Denver. What's the what's the plan here? But then April 10th was the big day. Kalsher, Grill, both committed and transferred. And then Tyrese Hunter reaffirmed his commitment. It wasn't until May 5th that Isaiah Brockington uh, signed on the dotted line. So... Yeah, yeah, it was kind of the timeline of that's less than 12 months ago when all this stuff went down. Yeah. So I, the, the foundation is set, though. I mean, you have a rock star to build around in Tyrese Hunter. There's no question. Like that guy. At the most important position. Absolutely. That's your guy. And, and you are you now know not only is he an all big 12 caliber player, but this guy has high end potential. If he works on his game, he could be, uh, you know, one of the one of the all-time great Iowa State point guards, and there's been a lot of them, but he's got that potential you can build around. But I think the nice thing is, depending on the moving pieces here, you have a, a shape that you can build on. You're not starting at ground zero. I mean, Hunter really takes you from from zero to, I think, NCAA tournament is the expectation just with him because I think you have the pieces that will either stay and or you can get in the portal that can build around him to get, get Iowa State back there. I think that there'll be a good chunk of that senior class that did senior day back. Um, Brockington is the one now that you kind of wait on. Him ascending to first team all Big 12 level plus his age makes you feel like at the very least you check out the professional scene. I would think you'd have to. And where you might. I mean, he's what, 24? He's 23, but he's almost 24. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, So that, I mean, that's, that's pretty old. Um, you only have so many years to make money playing professionally. Now, the name, image, and likeness thing changes yes. the paradigm than it was even a year ago. But it's still, a, I mean, that's a that's a, certainly a question he's going to have to weigh of how long until I try and make money, real money. I don't want to say NIL is not real money. It is. But a different kind of money playing professionally. And if you're an NBA guy, NIL can't compete with that even in the second round. He's not an NBA guy, is he? I don't think so. Okay, I, I don't think he is. I mean... Yeah. You've I've seen, seen him in the late second in a lot of like I, mocks. You know, I he's just too small for what he does. Right? Is that you're better at this than me? But. Yeah, I mean, you you compared him to a a mini Demar Derozan, and that's dead on. Like, yeah, that's who. I mean, I watch at. the Bulls all the time, and it it reminds me of Demar Derozan, but six three. Yeah, I mean, he's six, not or whatever he's, he is. He's not a reliable three point shooter. He shot up better this year, but that's not. You back him up two and a half feet. I don't see it. And then not a great ball handler yet. He'll be fine defensively at that level. But, yeah, I don't I mean, somebody might take a swing at him. He'll get a summer league look for sure, and maybe even late second round. But I would guess he could go get mid-six figures, you know, borderline seven figures potentially overseas. But that market's kind of weird right now with everything going on. So, I don't know. I mean, there's still to be determined. I would guess he will still look to play professional. Well, and that, that's a deal, too. Like, Kuntz, like, I mean from Slovenia, like going home right now to play would be a challenge. It's uncertain, right? Yeah, more uncertain than it has been. And, and I don't, I say this truthfully, Russia was one of the better markets for yeah. those guys. As far as like CSKA Moscow was one of the bigger Euro league teams. Yeah. They could pay more at times than NBA teams. Well, that's why Brittany Griner was over there. Cause yeah, well, so then for they, the women, they actually, the women pay more than the WNBA over there. Yeah. So they like make their they, buku they bucks overseas. In, yes. Yes. In Russia, particularly for the women. Now, men's side, but you can make, you can make borderline, you know, million dollars in Europe at the A level. Now, I would guess Brockington may not slot in right away at the A level, but you know, he could make a couple hundred thousand, which would be probably more than he'd make name image image and likeness. I, I don't think any doubt about that. But you have to weigh that with being overseas and being away from everybody and, and not having that chance then to market yourself G League, NBA, etc. Yeah. It's okay. a big conversation now. Yeah. Well waiting on that, uh just to 
shameless plug we're all over this already on the cyclone fanatic premium board and for our patreon members i would encourage you if you haven't subscribed a lot of this is very sensitive information that really can't be out there on twitter and stuff like that so that's why we do it back there so we would uh little shameless plug go on and uh, subscribe today i would think officially you'll get more clarity i mean you're gonna have to act pretty soon here in the next this week days i i would say yeah the next 10 days seven might be your rush sure um that's when those meetings will be held correct this week yeah and a lot of these I mean, a lot of these jobs are filling now, so these coaches are, go. are Good point. hitting the portal, and they're they're starting to, you know, you don't really cut guys in college basketball, but you can say, hey, you're not going to play here, or player who likes likes it somewhere gets a new coach and doesn't like the new coach, and they decide to leave. There's leave, a, yeah, there's a handful not. of different reasons why why these guys hit the portal. Well, that timeline last year is pretty. I mean, April 10th was kind of the big transfer day for Iowa State. It's so going to get nuts here, up. yeah, in the next 10 to, I would say 10 to 14 good, days. Good time to be a premium member. Yeah, no doubt about that. Okay, we'll get back to more on the expectations for next year. The women's season, uh, I, I was surprised. I thought that they would I thought that they would beat Creighton. I did too. But that Creighton team, man, like they just, they, again, they hit shots. Like they, Iowa State didn't I don't think played that well. Agreed. But did not. Creighton, man, I mean, it, it's hard not to buy into their hype of winning at Iowa city the way that they did. And then really beating up on our cyclones. Well, good, good job out of you, them. You look at what South Carolina did to them winning by 30 tonight um, over Creighton. But what, why, why that was going to be a game was teams that could exploit Creighton have the size. Yeah. Iowa state doesn't like they couldn't. I, they tried, they tried to get Kane and Jordao established early and even Jones throwing the post, let them do work. They couldn't really do that. I mean, Creighton was big enough. They're not huge, but they were big enough to make it difficult for Iowa State. And then, CW, look at the you look at three point shooting, and here's the difference: Creighton went 11 to 25 from three. Iowa State went eight of 25. Creighton won by eight. It's a nine point difference via the three ball. Both teams very similar in the way they shot the three. Both shot over, made over 10 per game, and Creighton made three more. And Iowa State just could not get Jones going enough inside to balance the court a little bit. And, you know, she had 14. Ryan played great again, but it just wasn't enough. And Creighton made a little spurt there third quarter where it got away a little bit. He took a 10-point lead in the fourth. It was just hard for Iowa State to, to cut into that. And just kind of the way it goes. And it's one of those games where, you know, play 10 times, Iowa State's probably going to win seven of them. But Creighton was eleven to twenty-five from three, and that's what Iowa State could not afford. Yeah, that that was the hard part for me is because I I watched that game again after I got back from the United Center. It was just like, man, like you, you really do feel like Iowa State would maybe win four in a row in a best of seven. But well, there was a chance. But if, again, I don't want to be that guy no, to Creighton because they they, they, they absolutely earned it. But man, like it, I I just I've seen our women play so much better than very that. similarly built teams that the jump shot had to go in for each, and Creighton shot it better. And, you know, Iowa State had a chance in the first quarter to, and, maybe, and early in the second quarter as well. I mean, got up five, got up six, and allowed Creighton to hang around just enough. And that got to the third quarter. Creighton goes on that big run, and it was like, uh-oh. Now we're fighting back, and Iowa State didn't have enough like they did against Arlington, uh, you know, last Friday to to overcome the deficit. And Creighton made every big shot late, and kudos to them. They're well coached team. Uh, Flannery does a really nice job there, and uh, just wasn't enough. Iowa State needed Jones to get twenty plus. She only got fourteen, and then that's the way it goes. Uh, good clip here, Emily Ryan after the game. What a breakout star for yeah, Iowa State! Absolutely. Yeah, um, going to practice every day was so fun. Um, <laughs> Really fun team to be around, and um, just disappointed we can't come back tomorrow and get work. Take our next question from God, the third I row. Freaking hate writing yeah. like end of season columns yes. and stuff. That was from Jeff at KCCI, really good dude. He put that up on Twitter. Here's the good thing: we are waiting on an Ashley Jones decision. Yep, which, and they have to submit names to the WNBA by which this week. My birdies tell me that even in the next 24 hours, we could have some finality on here if this goes the right direction which I think there's a good chance it might. Okay. Preseason top five next year. If Jones get, comes back? Yes. yes. Get oh, the work yeah, in the absolutely. portal, get better down low. Preseason top five. No question. Everybody which stays. this could be really awesome. I mean, they, 
with Ryan, who was amazing Friday, by the way. Like she oh, was, a, she was a, she was an absolute was dog great. out there, man. Like yeah, she's, just, and, gosh, and, she was and I don't good. blame Jones or Donarski. They were both okay. They just needed a little bit more. Yeah. And the post just didn't give much. The, um, think so. of think of the women's team as the uh, Jordan Bulls in the like really early nineties, where they just. First of all, like, you know, they, they tiptoed and they, they get to the, they played the Celtics and they get swept, you know, and then they got beat the next round by the, the bad boys. And finally they got past the bad boys. Next year could be like the real final four year for Iowa State women's basketball. Not trying to put too much pressure on everybody, but if, if Jones comes back and you look at that nucleus and what Plus, they could add around that Danae, based off it. Danae Fritz, Fritz as well. Exactly. That's really, really going. good. Yeah. This could be really play. exciting if Ashley chooses I, to come back. I think it'll be, um, and you, you could really, if there's a particular post out there in the portal, you could say, listen, yeah, the world why is wouldn't yours. you come here? Like you literally come in here, you have the best surrounding cast possible with maybe the best point guard table setter in America at your disposal. All these weapons, you come in here, you could do 15 and eight falling out of bed. Like, yeah. let's go, let's figure this out. You're a top five team. I mean, I would think that'd be an attractive proposition for a, a, a transfer player, but they, you know, it's... It's unfortunate it had to end, but those those young guards are only sophomores. And I thought Naidu got way better as the year went on, too. Dude, like she she's was... She's a legit weapon. Yeah. Actually, so, that was one of my other jokes, notes that I jotted down is that she... Like, her development from what she looked like in November to now, like, if she makes absolutely. that kind of a jump to next year, that's a big deal. She had some length and some athleticism that, that can really help them, especially defensively and rebounding the ball. No, I think... Uh, you know, disappointing the way it ended, but gosh, the future is so bright on that side for sure. And with Ryan and Donarski, Ad Jones, CW, you're 100. That's a top five. That's a top five program. Yeah, I don't see why they wouldn't be. Right. You're going to finish top ten this year. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, they will be. All right, uh, we'll get back to more on expectations next year for the men's team in just a couple of moments. But I want to remind everybody that it March we're wrapping up the month of March here. It is National Colorectal Cancer Awareness Month. Did you know? Colon cancer is the third most common cancer in our country. So I'm encouraging all of you to find a uh, doctor at the Iowa Clinic. Uh, you heard Dr. Clayton Jordan on with me a couple weeks ago uh, to get your colonoscopy. It's used to find and address precancerous polyps before they become colon cancer. Polyps can be found in 20 to 30 percent of patients. It's safe, it's effective, and it's covered by pretty much every insurance plan that isn't total garbage. Visit iowaclinic.com today to schedule an appointment. What are you laughing at? Uh, those insurance companies probably love you. Well, if they're, but if they're not a garbage it, one, they're fine. If Why wouldn't an insurance company cover a colonoscopy? I don't know. Like, I mean, it's kind of dumb not to. It's I, saving you a ton of money down the... Right. Don't be a garbage insurance company. <laughs> That's my next message. Uh, work better, work together. You can go to gravitatecoworking.com right now. Don't have a garbage work ethic. Uh, don't have a garbage work, work space either. Yeah. You can go to yeah. downtown Des Moines, the East Village at Des Moines, Midtown, Windsor Heights, Cedar Falls, Jefferson. They've got meeting spaces. You've got offices. You can even get just a teeny tiny little mailbox because you don't want crap going to your house. Well, you do not. Check out GravitateCoworking.com today. Owned and operated by a great Cyclone fanatic, a good friend of ours. His name is Jeff Wood. Uh, visit them at GravitateCoworking.com today. All They got like photos and floor plans and all that cool stuff on there. So you can uh, check that out for yourself. All right. Um, so here, here's what's interesting. And I was on... Um, I went on the KXNO Saturday morning pregame show from Chicago right before I left the other day. And a young kid who does the boards there does a good job. Justin, super nice kid. I, I think he fell into a trap that I think we all need to like sit back and just see how – and he goes, wow, sweet 16 in year one. What's, what's going to happen next year? And – Sure, they could go back to the Sweet 16, but one, we don't have any clue what the roster's going to look like. And two, I was thinking about it this year, and I actually, um, um, I, I, was, I think I talked to TJ about this. I, I did. I said, like, man, do you realize, like, how hard it is to get to a Sweet 16? Because he had been there for however many years, and only, I guess he had been to two. He's been to two of the six. 
Three of the six. Obviously, it's been there six times in its history. He's been part of three of them. Was he there the, or did he leave already the Niang broken foot year? Oh, I, I want to say he was he was, gone. At, he was at Washington. Yeah, he was gone. Good point. Yeah, he was at Washington. Yeah, so he would have been there for the premiere, and then obviously, and so two of the six. But my point to him was like, you yeah. got all these head coaches, and like, like Fred, like if you had asked most people, like you would have thought his success would have led to more than one sixteen. But it's very difficult to get there. Yeah, he only made one, and um, so the promo. Only made so one. like, I guess my point is, we put a bow on this year. I really do feel like this group overachieved massively. Based off of the oh, yeah. Yeah. amount of talent that they have. And I think to go forward and be like, oh, we're going to go back there. Like, they've got to up the talent in the offseason. Absolutely. So, look who made the final four. What's the common denominator? <laughs> a lot of talent and a lot of history. Yeah. I mean, even North it's, Carolina it's is a blue eight. blood final four. Right. North Carolina is an eight seed was just like, yeah, you, I, I get it. That's like what went four, nine and quad one wins. Yeah. Okay. Back them up. That's what their metrics like led them to. But if you would have done it, like who's playing the best right now, they would have been like a three seed, maybe even a two. Yeah, I mean, they, I mean it's just talent level of the roster, like Caleb yeah. love. Yeah. I mean, these guys, come on multiple. I always say, if you're looking at picking in the tournament, find me three NBA players on your team. And then start there and figure it out. How many play, how many NBA players did Iowa State have? I also think when Probably you get one. to like the double digit seeds that are high majors, those are always dangerous teams too. Yeah, well, look, Miami's a good example. Like Wong's Wong's an NBA player. Michigan, Iowa State, Miami. Yeah, I mean, like, just think. So I'm telling you, give, give me three, find three NBA players, and if you have that, you can probably figure out a way to get it together at some point, even as a ten or eleven. I will say this because it's the elephant in the room a little bit. Iowa State benefited a, a little bit from its draw. Okay, absolutely. Like you, you get LSU with the coaching situation, and you get Wisconsin, not a team that's going to light up the scoreboard. You had to play them in Milwaukee, which yeah, is a big that deal. That wasn't like, a break. Like, and and you you held you held LSU to fifty four and in Wisconsin to forty nine. That's not that's not a break either. Like you had to do the work to get there, but not always is it going to fall that way to get that. Weird things happen in the NCAA tournament. I think it's hard to determine ultimate success of your program based on just the NCAA tournament. And this is coming from the guy who reminds you that Fran McCaffrey has never made a Sweet 16 at Iowa. Uh, and, and Iowa hasn't made one since, I think, 1999. But, I mean, something sometimes it just has to fall your way. Absolutely. And you, and you got to get lucky. So, I, yeah, I mean, to, to think, oh, well, well, Sweet 16 this year... Well, Elite Eight next year should be the step. That's just not quite <laughs> yeah. how it works, no, unfortunately. I, yeah, I wish it, it was. That would be great. I mean, and you're looking at, like, what just happened in whatever. Like, talent-wise, were they 8th through 10th in the Big 12? It doesn't really matter. Um, let's say they were 8th. Yeah. I don't think they were. I think they were a little bit less than that. They So they got to the sweet. My point is, my I guess my expectation for next year, with the way I think this staff will recruit, let's say that, okay, they were – over under talent in the roster in the Big Twelve eight point five this year. Okay, that's your over under. You can either okay. yeah pick tenth, but yeah, I, I want the over under to be six and a half seven next year. Yeah, you got to keep moving it as up. far as no, talent goes. Totally agree. The baseline has to get better. You got to get more guys that can put the ball in the basket. I mean, no doubt. the The defensive stuff is awesome. We I I came to really love watching this team play defense. What they were all about. They have to get, buy more shot makers. It's like playing blackjack. Like ultimately, you're going to run into a dealer that that picks the right cards, and you're you can't. There's nothing you can do about it. That's what Iowa State was. Like you want, you got a couple hands in a row. Yeah. It worked out, but it wasn't sustainable with the way the offense was. It, but you pair a good offense with an elite defense, and now you got something. Like that's Villanova, right? Villanova's elite defensively, but they have one and a half more guys offensively than Iowa State did. Thus, they made another Final Four. Like. They had the culture and the work ethic in place. It's not like Villanova spilling out with a bunch of top 10 talents this year, but that should be the model of you get guys that play hard, you guard, but then you also have some shot makers too. And that's what, that's where Iowa State really came up empty when it mattered most. Just didn't have enough reliable sh- guys that make shots. I think King, Wisconsin King, not Trey, although Trey can shoot it well as well, will come in and help. But I don't know if you can rely on freshmen. The portal will be huge. You got to find another big, and you got to find some sort of shooter-ish, maybe even two. That'd be great. But then you probably have to make some roster moves to do that. But yeah, I mean, I think this is a. It's an interesting off season. The other thing to keep in mind, C Dub, and I think it's going to be an interesting thing to keep an eye on for these blue bloods that have these fringy 
NBA guys. Kansas is a good example. Like McCormick, Abaji's probably first rounder. I'm going to take him out. But Brown, um, some of these guys that ordinarily may test the waters. But if you can give him, give them $100,000 to hang around, they might stick around. Because that's more than you'd make in the G League. And so the paradigm has really shifted on how old some teams can get. And so, so isn't wh- that the theme of college basketball, right? Like the big, like elephant in the room is how old these teams are going to be yeah. compared to Next 10 years year, ago. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, the, and, and how old they could be forever. Like just like that Miami team though, they had two six year seniors and a fifth year senior. Yep. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, even Iowa State. Like, Iowa State was really Next old. year, Iowa State will be one of the oldest. I'm assuming at least Kalsher and Coons. Coons are back. Yep. So that will be two fifth two year old guys. Seniors alone, and that's not even counting like some of the other guys. Like Trey, Trey King is old. Trey King is old. Fourth year. Grill would be in his traditional senior year yep. next year. Grill would be a senior next yep. year. But yeah, I think some of these teams, like I don't know. I mean, there are there are going to be people who pay them enough to keep them in school. So you, that's interesting. You, you went from the situation where if you could leave, you'd leave because you could get something, even even in Europe. To now, it has shifted where. Well, shoot! I don't even need to go to Europe or the G League. I can play in college. I can and play make- in college, and I'll make more than I would it, it, with everything except for if I'm a first round pick, because that that's the only guaranteed money. Then, yeah, the second round is the it draft. May not worth it. It, it gets may not really, be worth it. really different mm-hmm. now. Yeah, that's I, like with me, like with Brockington. I think his deal is really interesting. I mean, I think he's a classic it, example. He wants to go pro. I'm sure. Oh, I'm like I, yeah. at his age, all that stuff. Like I, I'm sure he and wants he's to. God is. Degree. I mean, I don't know what else he wants to yeah. accomplish. But like this guy, again, he's just undersized for what he does. But I still think he could get drafted. But he's a G League guy, right? And like that's a big risk. <laughs> I know it's uh, it. Is, so th- think about though the conversation from how much it is. You know, it's, it used to be oh we don't know any of these guys anymore. To now we know all these guys. They're just on different teams. Well, and then you think about some of Iowa State's other guys who had to work through the G League to to get there and compare them to Brockington. So it's like, mm-hmm. I mean, who was more ready? Like, um, was Monte a second round pick? He was. Yeah, he got like fifty four. Or I, 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 Niang, Niang, like all four those years guys. in the G League. Nader, Nader, a lot of time in the G League, and then uh, Thomas did the other route. Thomas went overseas. He went overseas and then it was two years and then got paid in the NBA. Yeah. Naz never quite made the NBA, but just floated around the G League forever. Yep. Naz was a better shooter than Isaiah. Isaiah, better defender. Yeah, Chris Babb. Making a lot of money overseas. Deontay Garrett. Yep. So it's hard. It's hard to make. I don't envy the decision Brockington has to make right now. And then, you know, Iowa State, I'm sure, you know, will try and play the game a little bit, but Iowa State can't play the same game Kentucky Uh, can. I mean, Iowa State doesn't have, there's not, Kansas, there's not guys just lining up to pay guys six six figures figures around Iowa State. It's just, God, like, how crazy is it that we're having this conversation? I love this. Like, it's been invigorating for me because, like, for the longest time, like, all the, like, you knew crap like this was happening, but like <laughs> yeah, now, now people are just board. like, hey, uh, yeah, you got anybody who will pay yeah, our players? Two hundred k, we get two hundred k. It's it's just wild. Yep, and what a time they, to be alive doing f- this. Find a way to rein it in a little bit, but right I now, agree. Wild, wild. wild. Hey, don't you don't got to tell me I that. I I fight with Ross about this all the time. Like I, I to me, like this seems just it's too chaotic for me. <laughs> it's way chaotic. Like I, I you know, like uh, when you I like to- I like my coffee in the morning. You know, I like eight o'clock. Give me give me. Cody wrote it in. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I need my routine. I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't like all this. Not, just madness. It's a mimosa. I can't have a mimosa at eight. What is this? No. What do you mean you're going to pay the players now? They can't do that. Can't do that. But it, you have to completely rewire, you know, yourself of what is an NBA guy then? Like, and if you're a player, like, wait a second, maybe I can make more and the, build my brand in college. I used to so, fight with Matt Abdelmassi about this all the time. When he was, when he was like the development guy under Fred, I'd just go in there and sit and like, cause the development guys are, you know, they're kind of just mm-hmm. floating around all day. Um, they, Matt can't, was, they can't coach. Yeah. So yeah, they can't be on the floor. So they, they, they float around. <laughs> um, right. I'm, I'm not saying he didn't do anything. <laughs> yeah. That's literally what they yeah. do. Yeah. Um, and he was a, he was a front office guy for the Timberwolves. Right. And I would always just be like, you guys don't, 
and this is like my critique of the NBA for so long. Like you don't even care if a player's good. It's all about potential. Like the whole thing, like when the, when the, he might turn out to be good, but when the bulls drafted Patrick Williams, right. With the yeah. three pick, yeah, it's like, there were like 10 other guys that could have helped that team more then, but they're like, well, we can't miss out on this guy and have him turn into the next, like whoever. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, and that, like, what is a second round pick anymore in, in the NBA? They're, you're just stashing for your G League and hoping that they can develop. Like, is that it? Like, Pretty much. I mean, you- and that's my point with Brockington. Like, he reminds me a little bit. Bloom as a prospect of the great Curtis Stinson, only yeah, in the good, sense good that comparison. I mean, I actually think Stinson was probably more uh, NBA ready going in. But my point being, like, neither one of those guys like have anything. You watch their game, and they're like, "Wow, he's phenomenal." Like, he's an sure. elite shooter. Yep. He's an elite athlete. Like, any of that, right? Like. I- Brockington's a very good Colts player. Yeah, and that's what Curtis was. Absolutely. And I think Brockington, if he spent 10 years in the G League like Curtis did or whatever, he would be really good. Really good. I don't have any doubt of that. But my point is, how does he get the big payday? Well, and in 10 days, not enough. Like 10 day, you get literally like $75,000. I think it's 91. Maybe 90. There you go. I think is what it is. It's what it used to be at least. So it's probably around 100. But it's like still like triple what you make of one year in the G League. Yeah, Those guys are only making like thirty thousand so or something like that, right? They have different tiers. They have different tiers. Like your your headliners in the G League are getting seventy five eighty, but well, they have the two way guys. And the two way that's the key. And I don't Brockington would be very near. You think that, he could be a two way guy? I, maybe to, on the right team. See, but, that's but again, a game changer if he could do it that. It is, but so but the two way guy usually to your earlier point is reserved for those developmental people who, while they might work out, we need, want to keep them around for another year. Well, Lindell's so, one now. Yeah, a good with the Bucks. Up, but I would say Lindell's but he's still upside, pretty young. And Lindell's he, upside is a little higher than Isaiah's, no doubt. So if you're talking about a prospect, as far as how the NBA guys look at it, I don't know. I think he he will. Brockington's the perfect example of somebody who has a new conversation to entertain this offseason. and I don't think there's a wrong answer for him. He's got to do what's best. Uh, obviously, a smart smart kid knows knows what's the best result for him, and we'll see what involves Iowa State. But that is a big turning point i think for iowa state brockington's decision will dictate some of their other moves because if i'm a high level transfer i want to know if that guy's gonna be back and is he gonna be the guy or not before i commit to play with and or well these the the player coach meetings and stuff will happen early this week i I do know that for a fact and then uh, we'll see how quickly uh, but I, I know they've already hit the gas. I mean, they're already oh, to. they're already yeah. out recruiting. Already they're already on the market. Yep. Uh, the transfers. How many transfers this year? Two thousand. Do we hit two thousand this year? I don't know. I, I think that we'll revert to the mean at some point. Like, I know that that's probably not a popular opinion, but I think eventually enough of these transfers aren't going to find spots, and they're going to have to 2000 go down. Thousand would be a lot. I mean, that's literally five per team. Well. But, I mean, look at the guys who left Iowa State last year. I mean, Bolton would be the only one who you're like, oh, that landed in a good spot. Yeah, Jalen missed a couple shots today. I don't know if you watched him at all, but he doesn't play oh, a lot. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot Coleman about lands. him. Well, I mean, he doesn't play a lot. Yeah. and he's, I, he's, their, he's their ninth guy. And he didn't really transfer somewhere to become the man. No. No. I, I, I mean, forgot he, about is him. He, is he done? I mean... I mean, this was his sixth, his, his sixth year. I mean, he's, he was little, he speaking of old. He was guys, old at he Iowa was State. Twenty-five played. Yeah, so I think he's probably. Bill done. Self talked about him in his press conference the other day. He has two master's degrees already. <laughs> Seriously, I'm not joking. So, what about? Well, let's 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 take it down a little. How many for Iowa State? How many transfers in? Okay, um, scholarships. Because right mean, now we would put the over under at three and a half. You already have King. Does that count? Uh, let's count it. Yeah, let's count it for the purposes. So I'm going to put the over in three and a half. Over. You're going over? Yeah. Okay. Over. Okay. Pretty confident in that. Good enough. Because I think, like, I mean, I, I, I don't I don't like speculating people on transfers until stuff happens. Yeah. But yeah. there's a handful of guys on this roster where they're not going to play. And, and, like, I mean, you look at the guards. Like, did you see the Eli King dunk over the weekend? Yeah. yeah. Like, that's, I mean, those that's guys another. are already getting buried by freshmen, probably. Yeah, Lipsy's going to play some. I think Lipsy will have to. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, I mean, I think Eli King could come in and start. Um, if, we'll see. If there's not a better... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not... That's not the best case scenario for no, Iowa no, State. No, it's not. But I'm saying, like, talent-wise, 
And he plays like player. really small level, or so he's got a lot of like. But he's a dude. He's, I was, he's kind of a freak I, athlete. I'm glad to see his bounces back from his yeah. leg. I mean, again, like I'm not. I don't think that that would be a good scenario. He'd probably be better off as like an eighth, he, ma- he eighth will man. Play. He's going to. But play. my point is, probably those guys will probably come in and play over the Jaden Walkers of the world. Is my point. Yes. So, like for those guys, it would be better off for them probably because they can play at other levels. Absolutely. So we'll, well see. You wonder now. I just, so Prom got a job. Yeah. What about Steve getting the Murray State job? Right, good for him. Very happy to see that. that. Is awesome. Very happy to see that he. Uh, he, I and think he'll be back in Iowa a lot because they just joined the Valley. Yeah, we got a Valley team to yeah. root for now. It, I mean, that's interesting. That I wonder if, if they had a conversation, him and the LSU, the McMahon, who's now at LSU, like, it's different. You get, this is, you know, Actually, Murray, Murray to the SEC, Murray to the Big 12 is different. But we'll see if McMahon does any better than, well, Steve. Was, again, Steve, was McMahon on Steve's staff? Okay, he so he was his guy. Yep. Okay. Yep. And I was actually, I hadn't even seen anything. Like, I wonder if, like, he'll bring, like, William Small or any of those I don't guys. know. Let's like, yeah, what, what what kind of band will he bring back together? I actually thought, too, is, like, what if, like, like, if Trey Jackson or, like, any of those guys, yeah, could they Jayden, go to Murray? Jaden Walker? Closer to home. Yeah. Both those guys are from I feel the like South they East. could probably play pretty well at that level. It makes you wonder. I mean, I know Trey could. Trade be a great fit there. Jaden yeah. would so Jaden, honestly. I mean, Jaden's got Jaden would tools. Though. Think about too after Jaden's been playing at this level, like how slow the game would be at that level. Like he he could probably be a pretty good dude. There. I just wonder what I mean. Th- those guys are gonna have decisions to make, like everybody. Yeah. Of where where's the best place for me and we'll see. This yeah. is a, this. It's almost now the off season for college basketball <laughs> has has become. As wild as the NBA free agency, I, and and that's always been a, a circus. You know that was always around the Fourth of July. But these next two weeks for college basketball are almost as newsy as the season. Yeah. So you, I know mean, you want to take a nap. Sign up you, for Cyclone might, Fanatic you, you Premium might, or Patreon. You don't have time to take a nap yet. No, We're, actually, I've missed all of spring football already. What do we do? I'm. I was actually thinking about that this morning. I, I honestly blew my head like a panic attack. <laughs> it's like a sp- football Because I, I was wanting to like take a whole week off and just, you know, catch up on. I mean, gone for a month. I right? know. Like, I know. It's and then, um, but you can't There's because no it's just, it's actually busier now. Back in the day, though, like it legit, like stuff just stopped. Like the only thing we had to do in the off season was cover football camps. Yep, and then the Capital City League. Because it was like basketball would be like, oh, you have a couple scholarships, but it's just like, okay, we'll add a JUCO, right? And like you do it in the middle of the summer. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was never like, because transfers didn't really occur. Yep. So you would literally just hang out. You'd have like six days in the summer where you had to go to Trice <laughs> and cover these football <laughs> camps. And then there was always the elite camps too for basketball yep. where they'd bring them they'd on bring campus. Guys, and that, yep. that was always, but there was nothing to do. And now, I mean, if you do your job right, like you're just on the phone constantly. Well, these this guys time are, of year. they were probably, I, oh, I know they were on the phone with potential yes. transfer stuff while in Chicago. Have to, I mean, you have to be, you're it's nonstop. It's what do you think real job. quick about Bill Self being in the final four? <laughs> Is this certain to, have you read any of the like stuff like the Christian doc, like how badly this all like makes him look? And just guys. all these guys who just Teflon. Oh but my. they can't like we talked about a couple weeks ago. I would have loved to have they, not. They have no other option but to fight this for the exact reason why they're in the final four right now. This is all KU Athletics has. I would have loved because one of the like great victims of this whole Adidas thing was Jim Laranaga. Because mm. they got lumped in with everything and they like there's no like one bad phone call. Yeah, there's no that. evidence that they did anything. Got wrong. it. I remember that now. Yeah, I forgot about. But their name because uh, they was, were Adidas. It was like the MLB. Remember the yeah. Mitchell report? If you got named in the Mitchell You're report, like, you were like yeah. a scoundrel. Even though like you maybe didn't like anybody named in that book was basically Mark McGuire, <laughs> like to the public at the time, and that's how Larinaga was like treated. Forgot about it. he was in there, yeah. and he like they didn't do anything wrong. I would have loved to have seen the pregame handshake between him and Bill Self today. I didn't even think about that. But Self, he's got the lifetime contract. I talked about this last anywhere. week on the radio. Like I want to hate him so much, but I just I keep liking him, and I don't know why. Bill, coach, my seat on Friday night, I was right behind him. Oh yeah, 
right behind him. And it was kind of fun to watch him maneuver the sidelines. He is so, he has so much swagger when he walks around. (laughs) Him and his, he could sell anything. Hair piece. He has hair piece. You know that? I, I I didn't. Um, A couple people tweeted that to me too. And I got an hair piece. There's nothing wrong with hair piece. This guy has a hair piece. A very expensive one, I'm sure. Well, good for him. Yep. It, it's interesting that, and there's even rumblings that even like after the season, they like Kansas could get hammered. But is it worth it though? Honestly, so he's for not the taking NCAA? no for can So if you're Kansas, your football program has been a legit disaster. Yes, but under Bill Self, you've now made how many Final Fours? This is four. I, I don't know. I think it's four. Probably four or five. And if you even if you get punished, it's probably two years. Like this is a horrible attitude to have, but it's probably been worth it for them. Like their brand is what it is. It's not going anywhere. Even if they get punished, yeah, they could take a hiatus for a couple of years. Yeah, but and then they'll just be right back at it. They'll be right back at it, <laughs> and now it'll be above board, so it won't matter. Yeah, like that's that's an exact school that would absolutely pay a David McCormick two hundred thousand dollars to stay. Yeah. Because McCormick's... So it's going to get harder is what you're saying. I, Yeah. I mean, what... A, to compete with schools like... It is. Speaking of getting harder, have you thought about the new Big 12? Oof, yeah. Basketball's going to be a bitch. Sam, I didn't realize how cold Kelvin Sampson is. I was looking it up yesterday. How old do you think Kelvin Sampson is? 72. Oh, he's not that old. He's 66. He looks old. He, he But he's 66. <laughs> he he was hired the same year Tim Floyd was in the Big 8. Yeah, I saw that yeah. tweet you put out. amazing. Think about that, though. Because, okay, like, BYU... Like we all have yeah, memories of playing they'll, out they'll, there, and they'll always be good. Yeah, because they, they get all the Mormon advantages. Yeah, like it. This somebody once good. told me um, in the Mountain West once that the speaking of staying old, best job is Utah State because you yeah. you just get the leftovers. If they don't, if if you have like an elite Mormon and they don't want to go, if no, I'm serious. Is this bad? Like, no, I'm okay. Sketch. No, I'm, I'm no, dead this, serious. These like, conversations happen. This is how the recruiting goes out there, though. Mm-hmm. Like, if BYU doesn't have enough scholarships or whatever, then they just go to Utah State. You don't even have to recruit because you just get these guys lining up, and there's always enough good players. So, speaking of, you remember? Uh, I like to revisit this every once in a while because it then becomes a summer series topic five years from now. Okay. The other candidates when Iowa State hired TJ. So, Craig Smith. Last year? Oh, yeah. the, the ones that people were throwing out there? Yeah. Okay. So, so Craig Smith at Utah. Remember, he was probably... He was TJ's rival at South Dakota. Yep. So, he took he took after... He didn't get the Iowa State And job. then he went to Utah State. Uh, they had a long year. What did they do? Uh, well, let me... Oh, hold on. Was the internet struggling. So, this always... It was Craig Smith, right? TJ. I think there was that some outside hype over uh, Gates at Cleveland State, who's now the Missouri head coach. Um, it was McCaslin ever throw it around? Yep. So, were, did he take a job yet? No, I thought he was getting Kansas State, and then Tang got it. And Tang was thrown around. Tang, Tang was thrown around. Which is interesting, because there's a lot of those guys that were thrown in the Iowa State cycle last year that now just got hired um, this season. But So, Smith, Smith this year for Utah... 11 and 19, 4 and 16. Mm. And not real happy with him in old Salt Lake. He should have just stayed at Utah State well, and I mean, won to your the Mountain point. West yeah, every year. I mean, to and, your point. Uh, I mean, other than going to, because Utah is like, it's all right and as then, far as the job and goes. Then, but then you also heard Dana Altman floated, although that yeah, wasn't really realistic. That was and never happening. Mark Turgeon, who got fired. Yeah. So it's just interesting now. And again, I don't, I love the hypothetical. We played all the time, even when I was hired Chiswick of, well, really, who was the best candidate last year? And let's say, C-Dub, TJ does this with UNLV this year. I think I don't know. I don't know what his roster looked like. Does he out of Iowa State's price range at that point? Did yeah? I mean, Vegas has a lot of money. <laughs> so I, it just, it's interesting how literally a year ago people are like, eh, I don't really like how that hire went down. To now, I'm just like, I feel well, pretty that, good about the Iowa State basketball That's program. another thing to keep an eye on, too, is if he gets an extension or, an, I'm guessing, a new contract. you got to think about it. Well, I mean, he's by far the lowest paid coach in the Big 12. Like, by far. Like, I th- I, So, did South Carolina make a hire yet? Yes. They did? They did not hire Boynton. Okay. 
Because that was this. I'm like, man. Do you know the Oscars were tonight? By the way, like I'm totally out of. I'm out of the loop of. I don't watch the Oscars. It's too <laughs> uppity for me. Uh, Lamont Paris. Okay. Or who? Or I know the name. Where did he come from? Give me a minute. Because Louisville hired uh, the old like yeah. Nick's assistant coach. Lamont Paris Where's is his Lamont name. Paris? I'll give you his bio. Give me a second. Pull up the old trusty Wikipedia here. Uh, Chattanooga's guy. Oh, that's right. Long time, okay. uh, Bo Ryan guy at Wisconsin. And then, uh, Frank went to UMass. Oh, did Frank, he really? Yeah, Frank Martin went to UMass. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. So the wheels are turning already. Yeah. But anyway, I just thought I was, that struck me when I was watching, like, you know what? I was it's probably glad they got TJ when it did because he could have been a pretty, yeah, and, candidate considering. And they would have been a lot better at Vegas considering like Kaluma would have been there and like. You know, right. they, last year they had so many injuries, yeah. and but because like, if the other option was Tang or McCaslin, I was like, well, you know, here we are. Yeah, I thought McCaslin when I was in Kansas City, I was convinced he was getting Kansas State. I thought he would too, based off of talking to all those writers. So I don't know if he's holding out there or if he's got something else up. up. He's not getting TCU. McCaslin's the North Texas coach. Yeah, he ain't getting TCU. Jamie Dixon's oh. my man. Oh, God, <laughs> they he's got, a good they coach. got hosed. They got absolutely screwed. Mm-hmm. No doubt about that. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, Good chat today. That was that was. You're off to San Fran. Yeah, yeah. Gonna go see some Iowa Staters in old Bay Area. That sounds like fun. I've never been to San Francisco. It's, it's one, uh, of the, one of the great American cities I've never visited. Very interesting city. All right. Well, again, sign up for those uh, Patreon accounts. You're helping us to helps keep us free for everybody else i think you'll have an active couple weeks i would think so now's the time all right he's brent bloom i'm chris williams thanks to mac for sponsoring the program we'll be back next sunday later later Later.